You're listening to Good As Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford. I'm Rick Hampton. And who have we got this week? <laughs> That's Rich Hicks again. Hey! Yay. Twice on the show. Got me job back. <laughs> <laughs> Rim for a little one. Rich, uh, Rich complained relentlessly on Twitter, so... And then uh, <laughs> I forgot that in a drunken stupor I'd actually uh, had been invited, but I forgot. Yeah, you know, way to, way to make a feel good guy feel wanted. John, have you gone already? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> loading up. I'm just trying to remember what we're going to talk about. Fuck it. <laughs> how you been? Rich, how have you been? Start with you. How have you I been? I've been uh, massively busy, but yeah, good. All good. Just busy. Not too busy living, for us. Living though. his life. Making yeah. music, living his life. Yeah, I've been doing some music. I've been just doing some money earning. I've been doing some oh, baby. festivals. I've been doing some massive gin drinking. Uh, Rich has turned into a little gin coiner, sir. Oh, oh, my days. I'm, I'm a gin drinker now. but um, Yeah, but not a coiner, sir, are you? Not, not a coiner, sir. No. Um, I'm uh, just a like a normal gin drinker. Um, but I'm just putting away a bottle a week and it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's tearing my family apart. <laughs> so as of yesterday, um, I've just stopped putting the gin in the tonic and I found if I put enough lemon or lime juice into tonic water with enough, enough ice cubes, my brain's like, this yeah. tastes like gin and tonic. And yeah, 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 yeah. Spot on. And, and my liver's singing a, you know, a, a happy song. Good. Well, that's good to hear that your family's not being um, and apart I, by and your I, crippling alcohol addiction. And I have a, um, I just just have a half an aspirin every morning. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you're middle aged. So you're ninety years old. When you yeah. when you have your half an aspirin, because um, you've got to yeah. watch the old. You've got you've got to watch the old ticker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you say it like that to people at like parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you like you you half laugh as you're saying it and you <laughs> yeah got what's the old ticker um cut down on the sweets um so yeah um so things are good for you yeah things are good for me yeah you definitely you can't be a gin connoisseur if you're pounding a bottle a week you've got to have the cheapest tesco blue stripe gin. no I, i'm drinking um i'm drinking tanqueray um, oh, nice! Because okay. it's a nice, it's a nice brand. That's a, that's a lovely looking Rich bottle. Is, Rich is on the uh, Whitley Neal um, rhubarb, rhubarb and ginger, ginger gin. It's a bit too spicy for my liking. Yeah, if you know what I mean. At, and then and then Tanqueray Ray for when we're uh... yes, please. How do you feel about that, mate? I like that. I, you do, what do you do? Mix them together, or no? You drink one until it's done. Then you <laughs> yeah. drink the other <laughs> until <laughs> it's done. Yeah. Good. Bit of mango, if I fancy a flavour twist there. Ooh. Mango syrup. I put too I put too much um, citrus in it anyway, so I can't even taste the fucking gin at this point. I'm Ooh, just burning mm. my um, my uh, taste buds out. Yeah, I'm, no. on, I'm on straight burbs tonight, mate. Good, good. Anyway, um, I was going to tell you a story about. Um, so I went and got a haircut uh, this weekend. Got the head shaved. Took three minutes and got the beard trim and took an hour. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, so I go to this barber's in um, in Dulwich Village, um, which I can't remember what it's called. I think it might be called Groomers, which is a bit of a fish. Anyway, the guy who runs it is um, this a proper groomer? Turkish wido. Right. Um, and he's never cut my hair before because he's always got 
like he's he's got it, it, you cannot book in that place except for with him and he's always fully booked anyway it was the England it was the um, it was the day no it wasn't the England match it was the um, Belgium match was on um, mm. when he was cutting my hair anyway so it's quite quiet and uh, so I got a hold of him and he was like oh what are you thinking about your beard? And I'm well, to be honest, every time I come down here, your boys square it off. And so mm. now it just looks like a big block underneath my chin and I want it tapered in. Right. And he was like, he was like, 100% agree. And I'm not happy about this. <laughs> Who here? And like shouted out to the room for the barbers. <laughs> Who here has cut this man's beard? <laughs> and, I, and like, Two or three people, well, three of the guys sheepishly put their hands up. And he was like, right, I'm not happy with how you've been doing it. Come and watch. And he gave him a fucking Vidal Sassoon masterclass, including like theory, barber theory. You know, like when, Amazing. Someone, you know when someone's at the top of their game and they're talking theory and you don't really yeah, understand yeah, 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 it, but yeah. you're just loving every second of it. Oh, it was yeah. phenomenal. And he turned to me about like 10 minutes in of shouting at his workforce. Um, like, you don't mind me doing this, do you? And I was like, absolutely not. Keep, keep going. It, yeah, you were a, you were stiff as a board, weren't you? Unfortunately, he's cursed me to have shit haircuts there. For the, I'm gonna have to go and find a new barbers. Why? Because because they're gonna bully me. The, the boys <laughs> that he's like embarrassed, they're gonna give me shit beard cuts. <laughs> I'm gonna be a, on a side. He's done a great job on my beard, though. I can't. Knock you look fantastic, my friend. It's great. I've got the full blessed. Great. I've yeah, got the, is... I'm the. They call me the white common because I've got yeah. a bald head and a big beard. Yeah, or a neo-Nazi. Or, yeah, or they'd call me the beast or something like that, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or play a kid. Yeah. Upside yes, down. Yes, yeah, I like that. I like that, yeah. <laughs> I could be kid and or play. Yeah. I was quite pleased I got that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, <laughs> 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 tap his, oh, Self, that shoulder. That shoulder's out of joint yeah. now from banging himself on his back. <laughs> <laughs> all right louis armstrong um <laughs> so yeah so it's a couple of things so i wanted to tell you about that the other thing i wanted to tell you about is um uh come saturday evening come next time we do this podcast sure thing i could be the cambridgeshire <gasps> masters no ultra heavyweight no white bell champion of Cambridgeshire oh my god <laughs> got a competition on Saturday which is why I had to get the get the hair done the hair do it do they let you like, go at it with a beard do they they, they don't well, let you box uh, with a beard technically they? technically people they, 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 they do let you box with a beard but no, if somebody don't. asks you to um, cut the beard off then you have to they don't let you box same with in, a beard mate same in MMA. They're, li well, maybe they're, they're literally just talking about changing the rules now because they're because because uh, of um, um, what religion is it? Sikh can't can't do competition boxing because they can't cut their beards off. No, so, they can. Sikh people can cut their beards. I know a ton of Sikh men that have got really nicely like coiffured beards. You know, they've got like nice mate, they short can't, beards. They, yeah, that's because they roll it up and they tuck it into the they tuck it in. Okay. No, I don't think that is that. Um, so, mate, I'm a, telling um, you, Sikhs do not cut their hair. I thought they couldn't cut their hair. They can't cut their hair. Any Correct. Hair. Any hair. But I thought they could cut their beard. Don't there. be mental. They have, they have proper pigtails round their nuts. There you go. There you you go. can, you can, you can bunch them. <laughs> you can. You can. <laughs> I have to cut out so much racism out of this podcast. This isn't. That's oh, racism. That was racism. Was well, it? No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't racism. No, no, no. Um, but uh, but that is true, John. Look up. 
look up Sikhs, my friend. And you were you were flouting racisms last week. Yeah, I actually did cut out some of the racism because while I was doing it, ironically, I worried that my friends would think that you, I was you weren't a being ironic. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Nick was got, v- Nick was very uncomfortable. It may, yeah, it got it got you laughed and Nick looked unhappy. So went, <laughs> it's got to go. I think I found the line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just just pair back from that. Um, uh, there's a Sikh fighter in the UFC. Can't remember his name. So there you go. Got a beard. Uh, well, yeah, because he's not allowed to cut his beard, is he? Come on, we've just spoken about that. You just told um, me you didn't think that was true, though. Yeah, anyway, I don't think. I still don't. Still don't think it's true. Anyway. Um, you wanted to talk last week you were going to talk about hypnobirthing oh yeah do you want to talk about hypnobirthing what the fuck is hypnobirthing mate I was I was so sceptical basically it's uh, I don't know why they bother calling it hypnobirthing and even the instructor was like I have no idea why it's called hypnobirthing Uh, it's just it it makes people think it's some kind of mad hokum um, you know junk science Hypnotism yeah. before they give birth. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it makes you think, right? Yeah. That's not what it is. So, right. so it should be called like meditation birth or relaxy birth. But basically, it's like it's about breathing and it's about um, uh, and it's about yeah, just just kind of being really chilled out when you give birth. And like, what I didn't realize is like you know from a from a naive male point of view uh what i know of birth is that you lie on your back and you scream like fucking billio uh you push a baby out of your vagina uh you split from your v to your a um yeah uh, you know this is these are the things i know about birth and actually or you like, get cut yeah you get this yeah, you get doggy snipped, style yeah, yeah, yeah. what's that called what's it called uh it's Cesarean. called no no Cesarean's called, um, get your... they do a j-shaped cut in, oh, right. in the charlie in, in your gooch What's it Ooh. called when you get cut when you're giving birth? Painful? When you get cut when you give birth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's better than tearing though. It's called an episiotomy. Episiotomy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a great yeah. word. Yeah, episiotomy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and yeah, and then. Thanks. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so hypnobirth is all about kind of staying relaxed. And like the theory is that actually the reason that uh, uh, birth, well, sometimes the reason that the birth is painful and, and harrowing is because the woman is in abject terror she's super super so she's tense and she's fighting and like what happens is like you you there's the the hormone that is produced in your brain uh which which triggers pregnancy is called oxytocin Mm -hmm. um and it's like not the love hormone yes it's the same it's the same same chemical um, okay. uh, it's the same hormone that starts contractions, uh, which starts at birth. Um, and the, uh, the, the, the kind of anti-oxytocin hormone is adrenaline. And when, if, okay. you think about, if you think about an animal in the wild, right, if a deer is about to give birth and it sees something, a predator, then it will have a flood of adrenaline that will literally pause the birth, right? Everything mm. will stop, right? She fucking legs it and calms down, relax, oxytocin release, she, she has a baby. Um, and and so that's the problem. If if, if a woman is producing a shitload of um, yeah. adrenaline, your your body is trying to stop the birth, and the doctors are trying to make you push it out. Yeah. So you get this mad sense. like you get this mad kind of collision. So so it's all about not being scared of it, basically. What, so what I'm hearing here is just have a toot on my member, bingo uh, before birth, which is what Queen Victoria did, and have a relaxed birth. Yeah, Queen Victoria was the start of the problem, though, mate. So was she, she blazing? What Queen Victoria was blazing that shit upright twenty four seven. Yeah, she yeah. was. She was on chloroform, mate. 
when she gave oh. birth. She loved, <laughs> she loved the chems. Fucking chloroform, and she was like, she was, she was on, like, <laughs> she was on paint thinner. Yeah, she was like, I don't want to feel anything, and I want to lie in my back in bed, which is what started the tradition of lying on your back, which is the worst position for. Women yeah, you're supposed to, be to do it doggy style, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like an animal, like we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Opens up the everything's the canal. more relaxed. The, the bones are in the right better position. Yeah, and it's yeah. like if you if you were to hold a for for the for the sake of John, I'm going to hold this up to the camera. Uh, if you were to look at a pelvis from the top down, there's there's a there's a, like a shape like that. Uh, the, the the it's it's quarter covered by the fucking tailbone. So if you're mm. lying down on your back, then the tailbone's bent up underneath, mm. right? If you get on all fours, then the tailbone comes back and out the way. Yeah, but don't they put their feet... As somebody who's been in the room for two births, I can't remember any of it. Um, Freud says that um, if women um, could remember birth, they'd only ever have one kid, but they repress the memory because it's so harrowing. And I fucking 100% believe him. I 100% don't believe, mate. Because I've I've watched fucking 15 videos on this hypnobirthing thing that Lena's done of of women giving birth. Chill as fuck. Yeah, but have you seen the man sat in the room with them on a fucking come down because <laughs> Rob's girlfriend of the time had some MDMA left over from the weekend um, <laughs> so we thought it'd be a brilliant idea to um, put it in Rizzlers and Bosch it were you fucked on MDMA when your first child arrived the, yeah I was hor- I was when in a Theo bad arrived. place yeah Theo came on the we did that on the Wednesday night and Theo <laughs> came on the Thursday night and so I was up all night with I Theo didn't know that fucking horrendous (laughs) anyway no did Charlie um, ever forgive you for that no I honestly I'm I judge her quite harshly for the fact that she stayed with me (laughs) after that (laughs) Uh, looking at this picture it looks like we're actually on separate screens doesn't it yeah different backgrounds just happens to be this the light's shining on here there's no Um, there's no divider look look it's actually uh (laughs) <laughs> is your mind blown John this is, this is some great visual bants for uh, what <laughs> is effectively a fucking audio format audio show um, do visual edits hey how about this yeah instead of hypno birth why not hypno girth and it's when you hypnotise a girl into thinking that you've got a chode <laughs> why would you want to do that I don't know <laughs> it, I thought you were going to say <laughs> hypnotise a girl into thinking you've got a fat dick but yeah, no. a chode. A chode. Yeah, yeah but a chode's a short little thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want? <laughs> instead of you're instead not of, using um, your powers there, John. Instead of hypno, instead of hypno toad from. Um, Futurama, why not hypnochode? Nice. And uh, it's where you hit it's where you use your you, you jack side to <laughs> hypnotize a girl into thinking you've you got a fat dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, those, yeah. um, Japsai, is Japsai racist? Yes. I'm amazed that you had to ask. Uh, what yeah, are those okay. um instruments called the sort of uh the skin clar- flute the clarinet things that they use for oh like an ocar- snake ocar- ocarana ocarana with uh, a big no. bulb on ocarina 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 no yeah we got there in the end no um they're not loot loot yeah a loot no that's a guitar thing um the you know the no recorder in in india they use it for the snake charming yeah with a big it's a recorder there's a big ball on the end uh you know the fat end oh what's it called i've got no idea there must be an if this doesn't it. rhyme with skim chode well moving moving swiftly on 
so we were going to talk about we were talking ages ago about the fella who fell off the um building um huh? and then i went and tracked you know we we're talking about the, the chinese, chinese guy parkour yeah. guy who fell yeah. off the building yeah fucked up um, chinese? and then i was he was chinese his name was wu yongning yeah um solid name uh <laughs> it sounds like a wu-tang album yeah, um, and uh, he fell 50-odd stories because he hung off a side of a building and couldn't get back up. Mate, and, just, and I made Rick watch the video. Mate. What were your thoughts when you watched that video, Rick? 50 stories. I mean, I mean it's fucked up. I, it, the, the, mo- the moment you see him fail on the last pull-up, you're like, fuck, he's done. And he can't, he can't pull himself up. However, I did, I did read, read behind it a little bit, John. Turns out, mm. I say, I'm going to say only, he only fell... Uh, about 30 feet uh, and landed on a fucking balcony on the side of the building and like oh did he not die then no someone found him later dead on the balcony but like he didn't what's 30 foot 10 meters Uh, it's a pretty long fall it's enough to kill you for sure Uh, but yeah landed on a balcony and then someone found him later but he didn't do the full 50 stories that's less impressive (laughs) somehow (laughs) if you're gonna if you're gonna die either way (laughs) yeah like you're gonna yeah, like you they're aimed for the pavement, that, right? Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I go Fucking, out, I want it to be harrowing for some passers by. Like in the other guys. Yes. You've seen, you've seen the Will Ferrell yeah, film, yeah. the other guys <laughs> yeah, when yeah, the yeah, rock yeah. and um Samuel Jackson jump off a building, yeah, yeah. aim for the awning. <laughs> 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 I remember the first that film's incredible. That yeah, film yeah. needs to be recognised as one of the best comedies of the last ten years. Fair. Um yeah, it was pretty rough stuff. I don't like watching people die. That's um, weird, that. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't That's like right. watching people die. That that wasn't particularly grotesque. It wasn't particularly harrowing. It was him falling 10 foot before he disappeared off the screen. But the yeah, knowledge yeah. that he's dead in that moment is pretty rough stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it it's did, a it, pretty stupid mistake to make. Yeah, yeah, idiot. But he made a living. The one that I'm never going to make. Yeah. Well, he's dead at 26, so... He made his living up until then off of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you do a pull-up? Uh, I, like, I can do like two before I die. So I think I can maybe do one. And that's and that's sight unseen. I haven't tried to do a pull-up I, in a long time. I just weigh a lot. Yeah, That's a lot of weight. It's a power-to-weight power ratio thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I got a bad shoulder um, and I do quite a lot of hanging. So I, um, what I do is I get the belt around my neck and I stuff it in the you know, <laughs> <laughs> stuff a sock in my mouth. Yeah, uh, no, I, I so I get onto the pull-up bar and I just hang, and I can hang for like like quite comfortably for like forty-five seconds before it starts to hurt. And I, okay. like if I really want to push it, push it for a minute, I'm fine. But if I had to, there's a guy called um, Sumner Redstone who was the um, like chairman of I think Viacom one of the big American TV networks whatever it was Viacom and he was in a hotel fire and the only way he could survive the hotel fire was by hanging out the window and he hung out the window and like by his fingertips for 35 minutes before he was rescued why wow Um, and and he's got like a claw arm now like one of his arms is completely fucked doesn't work at all um from from the like he hung beyond like any like That's when mental. it was it was just like brain power but at that why, point. It was but just why sheer what uh, he would have been suffocated by the 
Smoke. No, no. I mean, like, why? Oh. Why did it take him thirty-five minutes to, oh, be, to get <laughs> to get rescued? To get rescued. <laughs> they were, think, were like, they just watching? Like, it? They were like, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let's <laughs> yeah, see how long we can go. Yeah. Quick, let me pull the story up because I'm, I'm remembering this, <laughs> and I need to give you. I need to give you the straight the straight date. One second. Oh, phone Guinness. Uh, no, he's doing well here. Just let him. Oh, is that me? What does it say about him hanging out the window? Can you still hear me? Yeah, mm-hmm. mate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh... That is funny because our backgrounds are different as well. So it looks like we're yeah. just two separate rooms. <laughs> we're in different studios. That's why I did that earlier. I was like, wait, you can see that we're both. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Sorry, guys, one second, because I'm trying to... Uh, it doesn't say in his Wikipedia, and I've got to find the story. We should probably I'll cut all this out. We should worry. probably screen capture that. He's worth five point two billion. Holy monkeys! Who's that? Sumner Redstone, the guy I'm talking about. Never heard um, of it. Oh, fire! I might have had a frown on there. That's a lot of money. That's a lot, that's a lot of cheddar. Yeah. Right here we go. Here we go. Right. Boop, 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 boop. I am going to read to you. Um, right, here we go. In a fire, this is from the um, Telegraph. Um, in a fire at the Copley Plaza Hotel, Boston in 1979, Redstone nearly burnt to death. He hung out of a third floor window by his fingertips, waiting to be rescued, while half of his body was being charred. At the end of 60 hours of operations, the surgeon said he had come through because of his iron will. Redstone makes no attempt to hide his mutilated hand, a claw really, because it is a badge of survival and it has a message about its owner that he is not like other mortals. I should have died that night, he draws, but death is not on my agenda. <laughs> so he's a knob then. He sounds like a right tool. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's worth five point two billion. Like he's not going to be like, yeah, I'm just a good guy. He's obviously had people murdered for his bad hand. Yeah. Jesus, have you got a picture of his bad hand? Um, What's his name? Yeah, but Sumner Redstone. This is again uh, great radio, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People love it when we're googling. But when I Google, I at least sing a song, Rick, oh, about nice. how I'm about to read to you. I oh come on, I'm not sure I believe it. Yeah, um, more like Bumner Redstone oh, is what I have. Nice, days. Nice. Right in there. It does look a bit glory. He looks right there. He looks, looks like a weird dude. Looks like he it? enjoys a uh, whiskey. Who doesn't, my friend? Well, some people. I don't enjoy Laphroaig. Do you not? I like a... A smoky number. Uh, yeah, I like the old uh, Glens. Oh dear. Um, how about instead of Laphroaig, it's the Boig and it's uh, <laughs> guys only. Yeah. <laughs> Women aren't allowed to drink. Uh, no no chicks allowed, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> we can't, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't... Um, I can't claim credit for that. that that's um, <laughs> you keep stealing that's, it off a of fucking come that, That's Mullen's bit. That's yeah. Nick Mullen's bit. Yeah. Ah, good. So we couldn't see his uh, deformed stump. No, I couldn't find a good picture of it. I've, um, I've got something that I wanted to talk about there, John. Go on. Have you heard of the Taman Shud case? Yeah, the guy. Is that the guy that was found on the beach? Yeah. And he had the um, thing in his pocket, and it was 
like a bit from I can't remember. You tell you tell it. Come on. So on first uh, of December, nineteen forty-eight, a um, yeah. a man was found on a beach in South Australia near Adelaide, uh, and he was he was dead, uh, lying with his back and his head resting against the seawall, with his legs extended and his feet crossed, um, believed to have died whilst sleeping. Unlit cigarette on his collar. Uh, found upon the body uh, was a, a, a rail ticket, a bus ticket, um, an aluminium American comb, a half-empty packet of juicy fruit chewing gum, an army club cigarette packet um, containing seven Kensita cigarettes uh, and a quarter full box of Bryant and May matches. So that's where the weirdness begins. Um, now, after, after fucking however long of investigating this dude, right... Um, uh, they, you know, they called in. Uh, who did they call in? The FBI. They called in Scotland Yard. Bearing in mind this is the South spy. Australia, Scotland um, Yard, and and they couldn't identify him from his fingerprints, from his picture. They couldn't work out anything for the longest time. Uh, in his pocket, sometime later, I think it, I, it, I think it was even like stitched into. Um, where was it? Uh, it was oh, no, stitched into the lining of the coat, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, printed on a scrap of paper found months later in the fob pocket of the man's trousers. Mm. Um, uh, and it said Taman Shud on it, which uh, roughly translated um, Persian phrase means finished or ended. Uh, and it was torn, the scrap was torn from a copy of a book written by a 12th century poet. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they later found after doing a bit of investigation they later found the book like in the back of a nearby car that are like not abandoned but hadn't been used in a long time which mm. had the window slightly undone and the book had been thrown well they believed the book had just been chucked in there uh, and they and they kind of uh, checked out the book and in they could see in like um, uh, you know like indentations almost where someone had written on a piece of paper over the top or whatever on yeah. the, over the back pages uh, and they could make out a local phone number um, some some piece of coded text that still to this day no one has been able to translate uh, and a couple of other bits and bobs um, and uh, yeah it was only recently and I'm talking like 2018 that um, um, some new evidence has emerged, including an old identification card, possibly identifying the man as one H.C. Reynolds, um, and an ongoing DNA analysis of his hair root found on found on the plaster bust, um, which they must have taken when they found him deadies. So what did he die? So what they saying? They well, you know, it was believed that it might be an ab abnormal abnormal poison that you couldn't detect, or it might be what? some other weird, you know, like they believe that he. Well, I say they. The theories are that he's fucking, you know, murdered. What's, um, yeah, I was going to say, what's and, the likely cause of death? Uh, heart attack or something? Inquest. The coroner, because you'd see a heart attack, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you can tell quite quite quickly heart attacks, I think, can't you, um, from a blood blood test. Um, a coroner's inquest into the death conducted by coroner Thomas Cleland uh, commenced a few days after the body was found, but adjourned on the 17th of June 1949. The investigating pathologist re-examined the body and made a number of discoveries. Um, uh, brain aneurysm? Well, brain aneurysms, you can... They do a spinal tap, and if there's blood in your in your spinal cord, then they know you've had a brain aneurysm. So I think they would have, and I think they've been able to do that for quite a long time. So 
Possibly you can see all the, the with this stuff where people like drop down dead, but they don't really drop down dead. Like there's some like if you have a stroke or something, you can you can see the um, you can find the stroke. Like you can you can find the clot. You know. Yeah. yeah. If you um, if you have a heart attack, they can see the heart attack. You know all of that stuff. So when people literally drop down dead and they're like, "There's no reason this person should be dead." Yeah. They're like, that's when you're like, oh, it's a it's a it must be a but actually even point even then like poison which caused like you you'd see the outcome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um unless it was one that like paralyzed your diaphragm yeah and then when you were dead you obviously wouldn't see the paralysis so so the theory yeah one of the theories is that the body was brought to the beach after the man had died uh accounting for the lack of evidence of like vomiting or convulsions uh which are the two main effects of poison um, um, yeah, there was some other bits and bobs that I'm failing to find now. Ah, uh, they did it. They they did it. So uh, Cedric. Hicks. So what's the what's the what's the, what's the reckons? Like, what are they reckoning? Well, what are they figuring out? Spy? Yeah, they th- they think he might have been a. Well, I mean, you know, theories are rife on the internet, um, and uh, as they always fucking are, people trying. Yeah, what's to- the? No, okay, 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 okay. So. So he was killed because he was going to uncover um, Snowball Earth. We know that. Yeah? <laughs> we know that. But what's the uh, what's the like working theory from the government? They don't put out working theories, John, do they? No one official puts no. out working theories. They tell you when they know something. They don't guess, do they? Uh, they just say death by misadventure, which is definitely how I would like to die, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, if you can arrange that, John. Um, okay. But yeah, they got a copy of the Ruby app, and they uh, interestingly, if you go on the if you go on like the Wikipedia page, they've got a picture of the code, and it still hasn't been cracked, which is quite quite interesting. Um, I mean, it's obvious; it's it's a very obvious kind of coded bit of text, um, which are, which is the bit that intrigues me because like the amount of fucking people online uh, who are into code breaking and shit like that, and they still haven't managed to come up with a reasonable. Well, I mean, there's some codes you just never, you can't break unless you've got the cipher. Well, the cipher code, the cipher key, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, so yeah, so you need to have so some ciphers are simple, like replacement codes, like you know, yeah. one, one, like, one is a, codes for example, or, yeah. or even yeah. you could do f is a, right? Um, but if you if you do it in a large enough piece of text, you can run a you can run a um, a analysis find that immediately. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the analysis of how often that letter appears so i's and a's and i's are the most commonly appearing letters so therefore the most commonly appearing letter in a in a replacement cipher would 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 arguably be a or i and from there you can kind of start to work things out but um but if you do a a a, a like coded cipher then it's kind of like the 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 each character's got its own cipher, almost. Uh, yeah, in, but in it might pattern. it might relate to another another piece of text. So it might be the first page of the Bible, for example, and the first letter in the in the code translates to the first letter in in that first page of the Bible. But yeah. if you don't know what that that mm. key is, that first page of the mm. Bible or the fifteenth page of the English Oxford Dictionary, then you will never be able to, arguably, never be able to kind of crack it. Mm. Or you can stack ciphers as well, can't you? Or you yeah, can yeah. like break yeah. words down into phrases that like sounds, so you like add additional letters to the alphabet, like ch or yeah. 
ed or and i think they tried to yeah. track down they like phoned the phone number the local phone number and didn't kind of get anywhere um uh yeah the book was found in a rear footwell of a car at about the same time that the body of the unidentified man had been found um yeah but there's it's quite an interesting one I, I find it intriguing i find it amazing that even after all this time a you know the code hasn't been cracked but b um because it's a famous fucking case like people are all over this on the internet uh but yeah, b, yeah but b they don't they're not entirely convinced about who the who the bloke was even after all this time they've got a, they've got an id card now with his name on and they're still not any closer to knowing who actually the fucker was he's a spy he's a spy Oh. Do you reckon? Someone knows. Yeah, someone would have known. They could have been like, you know, uh, mm. some kind of spy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Shit spy so if you've been sent to Australia. We, how about this then? An unlisted telephone number was also found in the back of the book belonging to a nurse named Jessica Ellen Thompson, um, mm. born Jessie Harkness in the Sydney suburb of Marrickville. Um, when she was interviewed by police, Thompson said that she did not know the dead man uh, she said she did not know why the dead man would have her phone number uh, and choose and choose to visit her suburb on the night of his death. However, she also reported that at the same t- that sometime in the late 1948, an unidentified man had attempted to visit her and ask the uh, a next door neighbour about her. In the book on the case, Jerry Feltus stated that uh, when the interviewed Thompson to- in 2002, he found that she was either being evasive or just. Uh, did not wish to talk about it and felt us believe that Thompson knew something about the Summerton man's identity. Do you think she was like um, uh, Julia Stiles' character in um, Bourne, in the Jason Bourne film? Yes. A great <laughs> reference. Yeah. Um, instead, of Ju- instead of Julia Stiles, it's Julia Giles and it's uh, Guys Only. Nice. <laughs> are you going to keep stealing people's jokes I just love saying it this is good fun because <laughs> like, it's not offensive at all like for once it's not just being like stupidly childishly homophobic and saying like gay instead and like make, thinking that's funny it's just saying and it's guys only and that's just it's just stupid <laughs> I, I like it I don't get it but I like yeah. it yeah. Mm. Um, do you want to talk about um, a poisoning that happened in my life this week oh yeah. Um, so I found out this week that um, cherry pits are poisonous. And the way oh, that right. I found that out was by allowing my daughter to eat seven cherries oh, without spitting the pits out and then having to rush her to the fucking A&E. Jesus um, crikey. Because NHS Direct convinced me she was going to die of cyanide poisoning. Um, <laughs> so she's got cyanide in yeah, it. Yeah. Same as apple, apple seeds as well. Yeah, apple seeds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she was absolutely fine and then she just popped him out the next day so oh, she was fine oh right did she feel ill at but, all or was she absolutely fine no 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 she was absolutely fine so what made you rush to the hospital well so we phoned up NHS direct why and they asked because Charlie went mental at me and told me that um, cherry seeds were cherry pits were poisonous oh, right. which I did not know and I feel that is something that people <laughs> should be told are you, are you saying pit or pit pit okay with a T T for T for Thomas. Is that what they're called? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Cherry pits, yeah. Pits, aren't they? Are they not... Not pips. Are they not pips? No, they're not pips. Like apple they're pips. They're not pips. No, I think they're cherry pits. Okay. okay. All right. As in... I mean, you definitely pit a cherry, as in de-seed it. But I thought that was so just the way you say to de-pip. Yeah. 
but uh, I'll be happy to be corrected. Okay. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not fucking dictionary cornered this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You've made me question myself. So uh, that's good. Yeah. look at that bust. <laughs> Is it? Shall I ask if it's Pip or Pit? Shall I see what Google has to say? Um, no. You're going to get Brad. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get Brad. You're going to get all sorts of stuff coming up. Pit or Pip? Not even sure I know the answer. Cherry Pits. I mean, you go. Just the difference between seeds and pits. Or Pip. Ah, so a seed is an ovule containing an embryo, okay. whereas a pit is a part of the fruit that protects the seed until growth time. Ah, so it's a husk okay. of the seed. Yeah. Pit. Why well, not? What's a pip then? Well, I think a pip's a seed. I'm cutting all this right. out. Yeah. Go fucking <laughs> It's the most interesting thing we've ever talked about. That's, that's, that's no, interesting. And um, where's the cyanide? In the pit, in the, in the actual husk or in the seed? <laughs> Well, it's irrelevant because uh, no one was ill from it. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she was absolutely fine and she shit them out and Charlie needs to calm the fuck down. Well, no. I mean, there was a man who nearly died because he ate three, but I think he was just trying to get a fucking payout. A man who died from eating three and you're... No, and he you're, nearly died. And, he was hospitalised. And, you're, was and your very tiny daughter ate seven and didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, there's, there's, there's genes working for you. Yeah, brilliant. I want to tell you about the... You've told me about your mystery this week. Yeah. I found a mystery that needs its own Netflix series. Oh. So, um, there's a there's a guy um, who writes for New York lost? Magazine. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who writes for New York Magazine yeah. called um, Jesse Single. Okay. Um, and he wrote an article recently... Um, the headline of which was why I can't stay um, married <laughs> how straight men who have straight men no sorry how how straight men who have sex with men explain their encounters yeah <laughs> which you know fair what? enough okay. well, but the interesting thing is straight, that, hey, is that well the sorry. the the Carry interesting on, thing is that this isn't the only time that this guy um, has written this fucking article. Oh, my God. So he's also written an article in um, 2012, sorry, 2017, called Why Straight Rural Men Have Gay Bud Sex With Each Other. <laughs> Mate, you don't, you don't need a fucking Netflix series for this one, my friend. Yeah. Um, and he also wrote in August 2015, <laughs> Why Straight Men Have Sex With Each Other. All for different magazines, or no? All for the same fucking magazine. Why do they keep he's printing just it? Hanging out. Yeah, he just writes a new one every year. <laughs> Why don't they just? Are they different articles? Are you? Have you actually? They're not at different it? articles. No. They. Oh, okay. So one of them is a reprint. <sighs> yeah, but the others are not reprints. Fucking right. bizarre. Wow. And so, but the guy's now just written, just published. The reason I found this out is because the guy now has just published an article in um, the Atlantic about um, trans rights and about basically how trans people are bad. You know, the, the standard thing that normal people give a shit about, oh, which is trans people are bad. Uh, what? Oh. You know, you know how like there's like a group of people. So the the best one is um, that dickhead who wrote Father Ted. 
Graham Lynham. Linehan. Linehan. Uh, Linehan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like is like bigly um into um trans exclusionary radical feminism. Wow. So he's, what? he's bigly into um Why? like basically he shouts at people online, he he um blocks girls that say like I'm a girl and I think trans people should have rights and uh then he complains that only men um tell him and that men are trying to decide who can say that they're women. Um What? So you so know like there's this you know he's lost his Yeah, he's a dickhead. He's a big dickhead. fucking moron. And he loves to like he loves to like misgender people and stuff like that. Cuz like cuz it basically it boils down to be nice. Yeah. Like if someone thinks that they're a woman, well, just just yeah. how why does it hurt who you cares? to say Yeah, yeah, why does it yeah. matter? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, just be nice. Yeah. It doesn't change your life in any way. Only people no. who've got issues have issues with such yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They need to look at their own problems yeah. and not get angry with everyone else's. I'm fucking 100% with you, Richard. I always like the um I always like Joe Rogan's <laughs> line about um <laughs> Good. Uh. Um I was I was like Rogan's line about um homophobia and he was like um there's only two types of people that are homophobic really really stupid people and people who are terrified that dick might actually taste delicious <laughs> and, but I'm trying to work out what the um, what the trans version of that is huh. like is there like because I don't think it is because the, the line about homophobia has always been yeah that if you're homophobic really it's you're um, trying to like overcompensate yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for being fears gay. that you're gay yeah, but um, to to just explain that joke that that phrased it in a much better way yeah, than yeah, I did. Yeah, cheers. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking useless. Honestly, why do I bother? Um, but That's uh, mansplaining, but I, John. Yeah. What I don't understand is is like why people give a shit. Like, no, yeah, is, it, so. is it is it is? Do you think it's the uncanny? Like, my my leading theory at the moment is is it's uncanny valley. It's that, uh, you know, like um, no. the idea that uh, we spoke about it last week, yeah. that the more you, um, like if you take an object, like if you, if you like make a Pavlova, you know, put g- it's, googly eyes it's, on a rock. No, it's, it's robots. It's robots. That's, that's the uncanny well, yeah, valley it's, thing. Well, it's, it's, it's robots and computer graphics. And it's like, well, no, it's not, it's not just it, robots and computer graphics. That's where Zombies it comes from. Uncanny valley as well. That's where it came from. That's where the yeah. uncanny valley yes. comes from. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. In, it comes. In, it comes from animation. Yeah, yeah. To explain it to to people who don't know what the uncanny valley is, there is a. If you imagine a graph, um, uh, which up up one side of the graph is um, is uh, human likeness um, and like realism, and up the other side is um, people's uh, enjoyment or uh, you know impressed of of that of that thing okay so that's so that's our graph that's our x and our y axis uh, and the line you know you would argue is straight up the middle uh, and it would be a straight line from zero um, yeah, the, the closer up, something gets to looking but, realistic yeah. the more we enjoy the look of exactly it, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and you're more impressed and you're like oh, it's a robot but it looks like a human that's really good but uh, there is a dip. There is a bit where it gets too too realistic, and people freak out and they don't like it. They don't like the look of it, and it's because it's it's you know uncannily human, uh, and it's called the uncanny valley. So that dip in the graph. Yeah. So you have to get you have to go. So you you can get as close as you want to human until you get just before human, and then it falls off a cliff. How yeah. much people like it yeah, yeah. until it gets back to human? Yeah, yeah. But I always think. Um, like so, I wonder if like if uh, like trans fear is um, because 
the like the attempt to look feminine doesn't look feminine enough like there's it's it's another it doesn't look right. so if you had like no, a trans, but if that was the if theory, you had trans people that, that looked if that was the theory it would be you know the ones who looked very nearly like completely like a woman that would be the most offensive because they'd the fall, most, in, they're not they'd fall there, into yeah. that uncanny valley wouldn't they so what do you think is in like gay panic like you might get tricked. I think it's a learned behaviour isn't it there's all these things it's a learned yeah, behaviour that's a great band name which one gay panic gay panic is a good band it's name it's a great band name can it be disco can it be our band oh, it's like gay dad but better like, the panic thing is quite an interesting sentiment to get people thinking there we go. It's, you think deep, it's probably deep. that. It's probably more that, isn't it? It's probably more just like it's learned. It's a learned behaviour, isn't it? Yeah. So like, like in twenty years' parent, time, you, it'll be like yeah, like it'll be like completely normalised yeah. and and it's like yeah. it's the same as it's the same as uh, it's the same as racism, isn't it? It's like you know, kid, you know, like fucking newborns, two-year-old kids are not are not inherently racist. They don't really yeah. notice difference in the colour of or their friends. Um, yeah, it's learned. So you see your parents behaving in a way. You see someone, and like you know, you you. Uh, I think you know at that young age, if you are exposed to it, then you are your uh, biologically uh, evolutionary evolutionarily um, programmed to fucking take everything your parents say as gospel. And to, if the, if your parents are scared of something, then it must be fucking scary. So if your parents, yeah, I've, are, I've never like so. Maybe that maybe that proves the point, but like I I genuinely don't think Katie or Mark Wallace have ever said anything about right gay people or trans people. Do you have a problem so, with gay or trans people? No, right. But I don't. But what I you, so I can't imagine like well actually. So I just I'm trying to work out the situation where like it imprints enough on a child to well. Any, well, in any, a situation where it happens, it, that's that's when yeah. it imprints enough on a child. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> anyway, did you see that there's a new um, barbecue Becky? <gasps> what? No. Her name's her name's Permit Patty. She looks exactly <laughs> like barbecue Becky. Of course she does. Of course she um, does. <laughs> it was in the Bay Area again. Oh my god! Um, and uh, she called the police on eight year old, uh, like two eight year old black girls who were selling water um, on, like, the stoop of their building. Oh, my God. Um, because they were selling water without a permit. Hence, permit patty. Why the fuck did she give a shit? Well, her she said that she wasn't really calling the police, that she was just threatening the mum, because the mum wasn't, like, listening to her, like, say, can you please stop screaming outside my um, building? What? Why? Like, Out- what? Why does that article say <coughs> white woman who called police? Why is why is yeah. it, why does it say white woman? Because they're trying to she's make a white it woman. into a. Why would you need to, to put that? There? Well, because they're trying to say well, it's, it's a race, a race thing. Because yeah, the it's a racist thing in America. Black. Yeah, but that's not stating so the, fact. That's already giving an opinion on it before you've even stated fact. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, M, it's NBC News. She's so a woman, though, isn't it? Yeah, I should absolutely. No, I, no, her her her, state, her race is important to the story. Is it though? Because their suggestion is yeah. that she's being racist. If she was black, yeah, her, she wouldn't like, be being if, racist. Yeah, it, yeah. Effectively, the reason that she called. So there's a there's a line in America at the moment which is, when white people call the police on black people, it's a it's a form of like violence. Like it is like it is a violent act because what happens to black people when the police are called? You're more likely as a black person to be like shot by the police. 
than you yeah, are as a white person. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an act of violence. So her race is important in this matter. Like it's not like is it necessary to call the police because people are selling water without permits? No, it's not. Would she have Why done it if she they do were white? Well, she may well have done it because, because actually, I think I think that there's an element of classism to this stuff. So, what as was well, her, what was her argument then? You said that they were making loads of noise out of, outside her building. Or oh, so she lived in the same building. She lived in the same building, and she said that they um, uh, that she asked them to stop it, and they wouldn't. So she said she was going to call the police on them. <laughs> She's an idiot. Uh, so, so, so there were, so there were, yo- so there were young children playing outside with their mum. Yeah, they're two eight-year-old girls with their mum playing outside, selling water. Yeah, yeah they were selling water. Yeah. they were selling water bottles. Yeah, right. effectively playing outside. Yeah, and she complained because I mean, they were making too much noise. Yeah, was it midnight? <clears throat> no, it was during the daytime. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. So she's an idiot. Um, yeah. Unless there were screaming racial profanities through her window. Well, I think I think they were. I think they may well have been loud. I think they may <gasps> well have been making a lot of noise. But loud eight-year-olds. You live in a yeah. You live in a city like yeah. <laughs> price of doing business. Yeah. Was she um, secretly protesting the use of single single-use plastics? Oh, huge, uh, huge point. Such a uh, twist. Such a twist. Uh, I would have called. I would have called the police if someone was selling. Uh, no, you would plastic not. bottles of water. You wouldn't. Have, you would not have phoned the police. So <laughs> we don't understand. I think. I think in this otherwise, country, otherwise we you'd don't be understand. phoning the police on Waitrose. They're selling loads of stuff in plastic <laughs> bottles. So, because the, the worst that can happen in an interaction with the police in this country is that you get fingered, like CS gas. You get fingered. Yeah, you get CS gas. <laughs> Um, but in America, the worst that can happen is you, you run away, shot. and the police like shoot eight, shoot you eight times in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, and then like they lie about you on the news and say that you um, were videoed doing a drive-by, yeah, and then yeah. they have to say that it wasn't you. Yeah. So yeah, so anyway, so that's that's um, permit Patty, and she's going to have a hell, she's going to be having a hell of a few days. The best, the best final coda to that story though is that her job, her the company that she's got. Um, sells um, weed to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she makes she makes cannabis products for dogs. <clears throat> I'm assuming with like anxiety disorders. What the fuck? Yeah. Bizarre. She's an idiot. That is bizarre. I think. Pretty mental, I also think in this day and age, you must know that you're going to end up in the fucking news when you do something stupid like that. Well, I Someone's going to video don't think... you and put it online, and you're going to look like a fucking moron. So don't do it. I don't think people think about things until way after the fact because otherwise you wouldn't call the police. You'd go downstairs and you'd say, look, guys, you'd say first time, hey, guys, I'm tr- you know, I'm trying to do whatever it is I'm trying to do. How loud could they to- be? Even if they're being really loud, you know, you go and say the first time and yeah. maybe they give you a bit of static or maybe most people are really nice and, you know, they're with their mum and you say, is all right, you know, is all right if you keep the noise down a little bit? Yeah. Oh, really sorry. That's the problem. English people yeah. would be able to deal with this, no problem. A, the second like there was an issue and somebody said, oh, the other person would instantly melt into the floor. Yeah, yeah, going, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they just, I'm so just sorry. Yeah. Profusely <laughs> apologise to each other. Yeah. Um, but even not, say you had to go down there, uh, go downstairs five times. 
close the fucking window. Yeah. Go like go. Oh, fine. I'm going out for the day. Like, yeah. It's not like if right. Yeah. If they if they were if they were slanging rock on your uh, yeah, yeah, doorstep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Call the police. You know. Um. But but if they're selling bottles of water, like. Who's that? If That's the police her. should just when you, when you ring up the police, they should go. What? You're calling me? Why? Yeah. Because yeah. they're selling water without a permit. I'm going to come down there and rescue. This you is for wasting yeah, police time. This is wasting police time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <sighs> anyway, all cops are bastards. So just a cab, as we've as we've said before. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we Don't want to talk about? The popo. <laughs> Did you see the um, the thing that I sent you through um, about? the like maddest things that have ever happened it was a reddit thread that i found the other day i read the first um, couple but uh come on give hit me with the what best really ones. what really happened what really happened in real life that if you saw it you if you saw it in a movie you wouldn't think it was real yeah um the best one was um about uh somebody whose grandfather owned a um motel like a roadside motel mm-hmm. um and they had a clogged toilet um <laughs> after a guest checked out so they called the plumber and he brought one of those you know it's like giant plumbing snakes yeah, with yeah, the yeah. like mechanical arm on yeah, it the drain yeah the snakes yeah. yeah yeah and he was like uh this isn't a little crank um powered one it's full on electrical power snake <laughs> with a big motor on the back and a little grabby claw on the end <laughs> oh, no. so he fires up the snake and sends the metal coil down into the pipes with the claw closed figuring whatever's down there he'll just bump it a bit push it down the pipes until it clears but this doesn't happen either finally in frustration he twists the control to open the mechanical claw on the end of the coil closes on something throws the motor in reverse and starts to pull it back up (laughs) by now a couple of members of staff have gathered in the room (laughs) to try and figure out what the hell got flushed down the toilet that this giant mechanical sorry this giant machine couldn't remove (laughs) the motor is really straining you know that sound of an electric motor when it's um, working really hard? <laughs> the whole machine is struggling to pull whatever this is back up through the pipes and into the room. Finally, after an extended wait, the object is slowly dragged, sopping wet out of the toilet bowl, and it's a shower curtain. The staff are dumbfounded. They're trying to figure out how this could have happened. It would be weird enough if the guests had ripped the shower curtain down and flushed it down the toilet, but the shower curtain in the room is still there. It would be even weirder if the guests had brought their own shower curtain to the motel and tried to flush it down the toilet, but it's clearly one of the sh- but it's clearly one of their shower curtains. Did they try and steal the shower curtain, leave with it, then feel guilty and come back only to find that the shower curtain had already been replaced and then flush the shower curtain down the toilet to hide the evidence? While they're discussing this, the fr- the room phone rings. The person on the other end is screaming hysterically, so it takes a few minutes for them to figure out that it's the housekeeper who was cleaning the rooms. After a few moments, they managed to get the story out of her. The snake had missed the clog entirely. Rather than spiralling down into the plumbing where it was intending to go, it wound its way into the central line, then back up the pipes of the room next door. It spiralled its way up out of the toilet bowl and then started flailing wildly around the next door bedroom like Fuck. a Lovecraftian oh. nightmare made of steel, <laughs> knocking things off of shelves and clattering furiously around the room. <laughs> then, while the hapless housekeeper watched in horror... A metal claw opened on it, opened on the end of it, and snagged the shower curtain, <laughs> ripping it off the bar ring by ring. Spun it around the room until it collided. Sorry, until it coiled tightly 
around the cable and dragged it back into the toilet bowl. The actual clog was never found. Amazing. I don't believe it for a second. That I love the that's a, that's a fucking incredible that story. A, an incredible yarn. That is Can bad. you imagine if you were in the next door room and what? a mechanical Can you imagine if you were on the, the shitter where it come up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, right in the gift yeah. You would be you would be scarred for life. You'd never fucking sit on the toilet again. I mean, that is rough stuff. Um, I worked with a lady called Jo Butler. Jo Butler was from Tip North and she spoke like this. And, still work um, with her? No, I don't work with her. I used to work with her when I worked still, in recruitment. Still work at all? Hashtag barred for life. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, she... Uh, she two things about joe butler one she used to work as a runner on brookside and she had some great stories about sinbad from brookie <laughs> two um she um when she make a cup of tea if you made a cup of tea for her sorry she would say to you don't dig it which meant don't squash the tea bag against the cup why? Um, to make it, uh, to make the brew stronger. Why? Let it, let it settle. Don't dig it, uh, which I love as a phrase. Why? And uh, still used today. Why? Why don't dig yeah. it? I don't know. You don't dig it. You don't dig it. Uh, you risk the don't dig you it. You risk the structural integrity of the bag. You do. Risk you might accidentally bag, yeah. force out some of the powdered sort of uh, leaves, leaves into leaves. the brew. Tea leaves. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she was. Um, she came. Um, she was sat in the toilet and uh, felt something tickling her bum hole and jumped up and a fucking rat had come in the uh, <laughs> no, like round the U-bend no. and popped its head out and so she slammed the toilet lid shut yeah. and like put a flower pot on top of it and ran screaming um, next no uh. ran screaming next door um, to the man who lived next door and uh, he had to come and sort it out um, but it was only um, when she'd um, like come back in that she'd realised that she hadn't put her trousers or pants back on so she just <laughs> legged it out into the street with um, a nun on display <laughs> she was she was good she was good um, banter um, good yeah she was, she was she was good old old, um, old JB nice the best thing about JB is that she would turn anything into a song so Sounds we like worked you. with a girl called Nasli uh, Anasori who um, I st- the reason I can remember her name is and not just remember her as Naz as I knew her was because every time Joe would ring her she'd go Nasli Anasori <laughs> Nasli Anasori <laughs> <laughs> I sit next to this woman and I'd be like I'm having a breakdown I'm gonna have a breakdown what, is, anyway, where, what she, job is this? Um, it was when I worked at Reed oh, yeah, right. yeah it was when I was at Reed nice yeah. What's she doing now? Um, she's still at Reed. She's like quite senior in um, their insurance department. Oh, Do you want me to read out her um, fucking national insurance number as well? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, did you see that Emmanuel Macron um, shouted at that teenager for referring to him as Manu? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, you should refer to me as Mr. President or Sir because um, he's a wank. Um, that- and that and that boy's now like fucking suicidal because he's getting absolutely like rinsed by um, people at his school. See, see, you know what? This is right. If that had happened in the UK, that young man would have been heralded as a fucking hero. 
I didn't even hear oh, the story. Oh, well, you are... Let me just... Uh, no, 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 no. You are incredibly wrong. Why? So, YouGov did a poll, um, and the question they asked was, French President Emmanuel Macron scolded a French teenager who referred to him by a nickname of Manu, telling the boy that he should refer to him as Mr. President or Sir as they were at an official event. Do you think President Macron was right or wrong to tell him off? And this was wrong. asking the British people, yeah? 56% of British people said that he was right. Which? 24% said oh. he was wrong. And 20% said they didn't know. Proving once and for all that we're a fucking nation of fucking cringing bootlickers who deserve absolutely Mate, everything that I think happens that's, to I us. think that's absolute Outrageous. fucking bollocks. I think that's bollocks. I think that says more about the type of people who fill in fucking YouGov yeah, right. polls than anything else. Who the hell right. fills Well, no, when, they, listen, it's a proper right, poll. When, what do you mean it's a proper poll? I've never filled Well, you know how a poll is done? Yeah. Like, they, they ask a cross-section of... Uh, they ask enough people... Have you ever been asked to do a YouGov poll? I've, not, I've been asked to do a YouGov poll. Right. No. Do you, think, do you think that's weird or not? Because I haven't been asked. No, no I don't think, that, I don't think that's weird. There's 65 million people in this country. I've not done jury duty either, but I still know it's a real thing. That's true. <laughs> no, that's, that's complete... I'm not saying YouGov polls aren't a real thing, you fucking bender. I'm saying that it's a very <laughs> fucking small section of society. No, it's well, I mean, it's 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 a, it is a. How many people a, do they ask? It's people out shopping in the they daytime. They ask like a couple of thousand people. Right, a couple of thousand people who are out shopping in the daytime. Six million people in, the, in our not country. Not working, probably. Well, you know how polling works, don't you? Yeah, they ask a small number of people, and then they assume that that's representative of the entire fucking country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so complete you, bollocks you, then. Well, I mean, it's just how, sti- but that's how it works. Like that's that's how statistics work. You don't have to ask everybody to get a, a good approximation. But the yeah, type of people you, you ask, you, you know, like how many people you, you do you need in a room to? Do you know how many people you need in a room to um, have a fifty-fifty shot that two of them share the same birthday? One in eight. No, it's very high. It's a very high Think chance. Of the- yeah, it's you need twenty-two people in a room. Right. You don't need a hundred and eighty. That's that's completely fucking irrelevant. Yeah. Are you that's mental? That's how statistics work. Yeah, that's you completely irrelevant. We're talking about people's people. opinions, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to... It's yeah. fucking birthdays you're talking about, you knobhead. So you ask... There's only ask, 365 birthdays. Yeah. There is an infinite number of opinions, all yeah. right? Yeah, but you are, you've asked the, you've asked a yes-no question. Yes, to a, to a, to a thousand people. Yeah, who represent across... Like, who represent... How? If you because they you represent like everybody's ed- opinions. Yeah, you get people from you get people from a split these, socioeconomic John, groups, from John, races, these, from sexes, these, these, from these, these, genders, these things from... are fucking proven to be not that accurate. No, they're not hundred percent accurate. They're proven they're to be not accurate. People fucking do studies and write papers accurate. and write papers to say that how how flawed the fucking system is. But I Why reckon, are you defending I reckon it? that because I reckon it's a, probably a 3% margin of error on that. Yeah, I reckon you just pulled that con- number out of the air. Because <laughs> this country you, is a fucking... You pulled na- that number out of the air. I'll tell you why that's... Mate, I'll tell you... Listen, we don't 3%. fall out often, mate. How many people listen, like fucking... How many people like the Jonathan, Queen? How many people like the Jonathan, Royal Family? How many people like the Royal John, Family in this country? I, I, how many people You want like, me to guess a number? Yeah. Why? Give me a rough guess. Seven. 
No, I don't right. mean like okay. percentage. So, and I'll tell you why I know that this is complete bollocks and then we're not all fucking bootlickers, all right? Because when, when fucking high-flying David Blaine, right, king of the fucking world, was the most popular man in America at the fucking time, had the most successful show in the world on television, right? He came to, America, to the UK, all right, to do a fucking stunt where he put himself in a box suspended just off the Thames from a crane for fucking... 25 days or whatever Nailed. when he when he did a similar stunt in the in the states okay all right everyone fucking heralded him as a fucking genius and the messiah and the next coming Robin when Nixon. he did when he did it in the uk someone set up a kebab van under the fucking box all right people threw rotten eggs at the fucking box that that yeah. is britain and yeah and they're and they're the 20 they're the 24 percent of people who um think that macron should fuck off in that YouGov poll, but there are 56% of people sat at home tutting as they turned the page of the Daily Mail. So, because that's what this country is so, craven so, bootlickers. So, you think 56% of the country are Daily Mail readers? That's what 56% you think. of the country yeah. are craven bootlickers. Do you know what? Yeah, do you know what? They deserve everything that's coming to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. John, <laughs> like, John, it's like the bomb warning that I said. <laughs> everything you've said so far on this on the, in the last 15 minutes is just the vocal minority. So, um, cheers for coming on, Rich. It's an absolute pleasure. You got an open invite. Yeah, yeah I'm so close. It's unbelievable. Yeah, um, and he lives up the road. Is, is he been edging the whole like five time? Five minutes. Table? Sorry, so yeah. <laughs> Did he just say I'm so close? It's unbelievable. <laughs> I did say He's that. He's also been hard on the gin. I didn't mean that. Yes. No, I've been smashing the old Tank 10. Tanker Ray Ray. Um, Good stuff. And a, and a little cheeky mamba before I arrived. But, uh, Ooh, hello. Um, well, there we go, Jono. Do you want to call it, call it there? Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Good As Hell Podcast. Good As Hell Cast. Sorry, fucking hell. Every week. Um, and email us um, goodashellpodcast at gmail.com haven't heard anything from Master Commander nothing from Master Commander a bit disappointing no he's gone back into his um, paper mache also um, uh, John maybe something for show maybe something for off air you know tell me if it is so we can edit this out but um, but I was looking down the good as hell um, SoundCloud uh, mm. and it appears like You've uploaded it at each episode like three or four times. Is that right? <laughs> no, I, I no no. I up, I uploaded one episode twice, right. um, which I then made private so people couldn't listen to it, oh, okay. and then I've deleted it as of yesterday. Fine. So. Okay, all right. Maybe that was my confusion. And also, so, like, yeah, just, sorry, don't embarrass sorry, me like, in front of the sorry, listeners. like fucking five hundred and fifty listeners on one of the episodes. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, on the first what episode. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it's measured users. on SoundCloud. I don't know how it's measured. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's measured every time someone presses play. Ah. So I think I'm not sure if you get multiple how listens if someone pauses you, uh, it and plays again. Or I press play once, so <laughs> you can skip. Rick one hasn't that listened table. to half the episodes. Oh, so. How fucking dare you? I edit together every bloody episode. You knobhead. Um, I checked to see on the Wu Tang name generator if um, it was Lena who. Um, <laughs> Because I thought the fucking phone call was coming from inside the house, <gasps> if you know what I mean. And? But it wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, shit. You know there's two Wu-Tang name generators. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you checked? Have oh. you checked? Have you checked I haven't, this actually. Or not? No, I'm going to check as soon as we get off. So I might do shit. it now. Let's find out. What's going on? Uh, we've got a weird listener called Master Commander or Master Conqueror. 
right. who email who emails in every now and then, and we talked about the Wu Tang name generator what, in one of the episodes. Emails, oh. um, and we still don't know who it is. And they went they went to the Wu Tang name generator, put their name in, got right. Master Conqueror out, registered an email address as Master Conqueror, and then emailed us to that talk to us. A lot of effort. Fucking hell, that's a lot of effort. We still don't know who it is. They won't tell us who they are. Uh, it's not Rich Hicks. It's definitely not me, no. Bugger. Send me the... No, uh, send... but yours would be the um, expert overlord. Nice. That's your retake name. Uh, <laughs> send me the info. I'll crack it, though, because I'm super good with codes. Oh, hello. That's there you go. More like... Um, yeah, if you, can refer, if you can reverse the Wu-Tang name generator yeah, online... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you could put Master Conqueror in, and we get. The I do. Out. I do data for a living. So no, because uh, it works out from the letters. It works out from the letters. Yeah. It's because I've been googling Master Conqueror to see if it came up with. Yeah. Go on. Anyway, um, in, instead of um, instead of um, fucking expert overlord, um, how about sexpert overboy over over overchored chored overchored overchored chored. Uh. <laughs> Chover, chover load. <laughs> chover chode. Sex board. Chover, chover, chover chode. Chover lord. Chover lord. Chode, chode lord. Chode McChode. Chode McChode. Anyway, um, cheers. Oh, the final thing is um, the song that I put on the end of the podcast last week was um, Denise by um, Denise, Denise. Blondie. Yeah, mm. I thought that song for years was about her fancying a girl called Janine. No, it's not. It's about her fancying a French fella called Denise, who who who, who bummed <laughs> her that, friend. Every time you sing Janine Janine on the podcast, is that you thought you were getting the lyrics right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you Google you Janine by Blondie, no. If you Google Janine by Blondie, it comes up as Denise because it's obviously <laughs> no, like a no, thing no, that no. so many people think. So Oh shit. Listen, anyway. it's late. Let's go to bed. Shit, sevens. See you later. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.